So I just didn't even start by saying, let me create a product or a course. I just started to engage with people online. So post on these forums, provide answers, share some of my feedback. And because it was correct and because it was legitimate and because it was better than what other people were sharing, just very fast, people started to ask me for more. Welcome to Level Up Your Course, where we pull back the curtain on what it takes to create learning that transforms lives. You will hear stories from business owners like you who share their success and their struggles. This is not where you come to hear passive income myths, friend. This is where you learn the truth about building a profitable learning platform. I am your host, Janelle Allen, and this is today's episode. What's up, everyone? I am here today with Anton Crayley, CEO of Dropship Lifestyle. Anton is here to share his story and how he has helped over 10,000 students learn how to dropship profitably. Anton, welcome to the show. Thanks, Janelle. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Yeah, I'm really excited to talk with you because I don't know much about dropshipping. (laughs) So it's going to be education for me as well as the listeners. So you know, let's just get started with, with some of the fun stuff. Where are you located? Right now I'm in Austin, Texas. Okay, got it. Are you originally from Austin? No, I'm not. I'm from New York, from Long Island. Kind of lived all around uh, the world for the past four or five years and ended up settling over here for now. Yeah, I thought I heard an East Coast. Yeah. <laughs> there. <laughs> Long Island. Long Island. Or, uh, <laughs> as, uh, in my hip-hop world, Strong Island. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... Before we get into the really good stuff about Dropship Lifestyle, we've got a tradition on the show, and it's called the Rapid Five. Five quick questions to help listeners get to know you. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right. Number one, paper books or audiobooks? Paper. Number two, what is your favorite condiment? Go with uh, Frank's hot sauce. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) (laughs) Number three, what is one thing you absolutely have to do each morning to start your day off right? Play with my baby boy. (laughs) And number four, I think you will, as a East Coaster, you will appreciate this one. How do you feel about pigeons? I actually don't mind them. I, I give them some of my food in the morning if I see them around. I throw them a bagel. <laughs> a bagel? Yeah, they get a piece. A whole bagel? No, no, no. They, they, they get some crumbs, but I, I take care of them. <laughs> Got it. All right. And number five, what is the hardest lesson you have learned as an entrepreneur so far? So many lessons. I would say the main thing is to always like trust your you know, intuition or gut instincts, whatever you want to call it. A lot of times I think there's maybe more practical decisions, but usually what I feel in the beginning is usually the route I should go. Okay, cool. Well, thank you. I think that's definitely an important lesson for people to remember. And it's a, a good segue into talking about your journey. First of all, for anyone listening, what is drop shipping? Because I know there's probably people out there who don't know what it is. Yeah, it really is like a very high level term. All it is is a method of order fulfillment. So it has to do with physical products. And it could be from a website. It could be from a mail order catalog. It could be from selling stuff on the corner. But basically what dropshipping is, is a way that products get to an end consumer. So the way that we use dropshipping in our businesses is that we are retailers. We're online retailers. People buy from our online stores. And when people place those orders, we use different parties to fulfill those orders, so to send them the product. So that means we don't yeah. see it, we don't touch it, they're drop shipped to the customer. And what is the benefit of drop shipping? Yeah, so I actually started by importing because I didn't know about drop shipping. So um, just to tell you, like from personal experience, I used to bring in containers 
of all different products on those huge ocean freight ships, bring them in from China to Long Beach in California. And I would have to pay for all that shipping. I'd have to wait, you know, four to six weeks for an order. I had to pay for fulfillment centers to keep my product at, had to pay warehousing fees, had to have huge insurance policies. And with drop shipping, you don't have that because you're using other people's products, basically. So you're taking on the role of I'm going to sell these products. I'm going to support my customers that buy from me. I'm going to do marketing to get people to come to my website and buy our products and then let these other companies take care of manufacturing, importing, warehousing, shipping, returns, and that side of the business. Got it. Okay. Well, thank you for explaining that. Now I feel like I know what it actually is. Mm-hmm. So how did you become a dropshipping expert and an e-commerce entrepreneur? Can you tell us about your business journey and how you got here? Yeah. So uh, back you know, in 2006, I guess I really got started. That's when I graduated from school again, upstate New York, went to uh, SUNY Albany got out of school and I was like, okay, I want a business. What can I do? What can I afford? And at that time, I really thought like, I didn't know anything about online marketing or e-commerce. So I bought my first business, which was actually a delivery route for a bakery in Brooklyn, New York. And basically I spent $25,000 that I had saved up from working construction and doing landscaping jobs like throughout school. And I spent all this money for a truck and basically the rights to drive into Brooklyn every morning, fill it up with boxes of cookies, then drive back to Long Island and sell them to grocery stores. Did that for a few months and realized like, I don't want this. This is not what I thought it was going to be. My original plan was to do it for maybe a couple of years, build it up, sell it for you know three times what I bought it for, reinvest that into another business and so on and so on. But uh, luckily for me, it didn't take that long because I read a book called The 4-Hour Workweek that came out in 2007. Uh, It introduced me to e-commerce, the fact that you could build a store at that time using Yahoo stores uh, for like $29 a month, and you could do this without being technical or without being an expert. So I basically spent a weekend, built a website called NewYorkCookieShop.com because I had access to cookies, took a bunch of photos, put them up there, and that was my first start into e-commerce. Gotcha. So that was your start, but I imagine you had some challenges. What what challenges did you experience when you started out? So that was a pretty straightforward business because I was just running Google ads to people that were outside of New York that were searching for like New York cookies and whatnot. You know, honestly, it it did take off pretty quickly, but I was selling very inexpensive products. I think our average order value was probably 15, 20 bucks, which means my margins were maybe six, seven dollars I was making per order. So I was thinking, okay, I'm doing this. It's good. It's better than driving to Brooklyn every day. But I want to make more money every time I get a sale. I want to sell more expensive products. And that's when I started researching, well, where do these more expensive products get made? And where in China can I get them from? And how can I import? So the journey at first was really me sending a lot of money to China, hoping that products actually showed up. So I've still never been there, hoping that they were good quality, hoping my customers were happy. So I took a big risk early on with that. It did work out, luckily, you know, knock on wood, like I definitely got lucky when I started. And then uh, I ran that side of the business with bringing in all different products for, I would say, maybe three to four years. And from there, companies started to reach out to my websites saying, hey, we see you sell desks and we manufacture desks and we have them in our warehouse in the States. Do you want to sell our desks on your desk website, for example? And I'd say, yeah, that, that would be great. So I started listing other people's products and that's how it transitioned to dropshipping. Because again, I did not know it was even a thing mm-hmm. for years after being in business. So the journey you know, between bringing products in, there were lots of struggles there just with things getting held up at customs, products arriving in the wrong colors or dimensions being off from what suppliers 
told me it was going to be. And then, you know, things going to customers and having to get returned to the fulfillment center we use yeah. in Long Beach and lots of, there's been so much, it's hard for me to even <laughs> pick out a few examples. Yeah. Lots of learning. No, we'll definitely come back to some of that business experience because I think it would be valuable mm -hmm. for people to hear a little bit more about that. But thank you for giving us the high level version. So what motivated you to begin teaching others about dropshipping? Yeah. So a lot of people I've spoke to that have different online programs, kind of the same, similar story. In 2012, I had sold a network of stores, different e-commerce stores. And then I thought, kind of have a lot of free time on my hands. Let me try to find other e-commerce entrepreneurs out there online that I can connect with and maybe just see what they're doing and maybe what comes next for me. I went on Google and I typed in, I think, e-commerce forum or something like that. And what popped up was websites like the Warrior Forum and all these different yeah places that I wasn't aware of. But as I dove into them and as I read different discussions and as I saw what people were talking about, I realized like, wow, a lot of these people just, they're not qualified to be talking about this type of stuff. Because I knew from at that point, probably five years of experience that the content they were putting out just was low level and it wasn't really the best. They weren't giving great advice to people. So I just didn't even start by saying, let me create a product or a course. I just started to engage with people online. So post on these forums, provide answers, share some of my feedback. And because it was correct and because it was legitimate and because it was better than what other people were sharing, just very fast, people started to ask me for more. They would private message me and say, hey, can we do a call? And I didn't want to do any of that, but it got to a point where I saw there was a clear demand just from all these questions. So again, kind of like how I started New York Cookie Shop. I just spent a weekend and I thought, let me record my thoughts and my processes into a series of videos. So did that in, yeah, 2012, and it was a series originally of seven videos that became the first version of Dropship Lifestyle. So basically just shared the link to all the people that were messaging me, asking me for more info, and it's just snowballed from there. So that was the beginnings of Dropship Lifestyle. Did you say that was 2012? 2012 is when I got active on the forums and everything, and I think it became its own website in early 2013. Okay, got it. So before we get into the curriculum, I noticed when I visited your site, you have three packages that you offer. Can you walk us through those packages and how you arrived at that pricing model? Sure. So yeah, those three packages we refer to as basic, premium, then we have one called ultimate. The way we came up with three of them is, again, kind of based out of what people were asking us for. So our ultimate package, which is our most expensive, includes everything from our other packages but it's much more expensive than the other ones because it's what I would consider or what I would call a done with you service. Yeah. So if they buy our top tier, they get all of our training, they get our software, they get our communities, but we also will do a lot of the work for them. So we'll build their Shopify store, which is the e-commerce platform we use. We'll set up their social media pages. We'll go ahead and upload their content for them on their website. So that's the top tier. Again, just because people asked for it, we thought, okay, we should have that. A lot of people either can't afford it or they'd rather just do it themselves. So I would never make that our only offer. Where most people come into our programs is from that middle tier product of ours, which is called premium. And that gives people what I would just say is everything they need to know. All of our training courses, again, our community, our software, showing them exactly how to do what it is we do. Then there is that first tier, which we call basic, which has a little bit less than the, the middle tier. And honestly, I don't even know why we still have that because I think we get like maybe 1% of our customers buy that. Been there for a while, so we still have it. But uh, that's a little bit stripped down version of the premium. Yeah. So two things. One, you did not mention the Bali ticket that comes with the ultimate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can't gloss over that. Secondly, I think that the pricing 
model is working as intended with the tiered if most people are gravitating towards the middle. I think that's the sweet spot that most people shoot for. So awesome. Well, thank you for walking us through that. So let's walk through what Dropship Lifestyle looks like behind the scenes. What does a new learner see when they log in and get access? Mm -hmm. So it's evolved quite a bit over the years, <laughs> but our goal for the past year, we redesign everything once a year just to keep it up to date. Yeah. But right now it's all focused on simplicity. So we have the core training that everybody goes through is what I call our dropship blueprint. And that is basically the seven steps that myself and my team go through every time we launch a new store. So laid out in a module format, module one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And each module is broken down into a series of videos. And each series of videos for each module ends with action tasks. And this is really important. And it's made a big difference in how many like success stories we get and how many people get better results. Because we give people everything up front. Like if you sign up, you get a username and password. And here's everything. Go through it as quick as you want. But if you really want to get results, we tell people, watch module one, complete the action tasks. Right. Watch module two, complete the action tasks. And if they do that, they get the end goal, which is what we're promising them when they sign up by the time they complete the seven modules. So that's our process. Okay. So is it self-paced, number one? And then also, is there a community aspect that comes with it? Mm -hmm. Yes. So it's self-paced in the sense that they have it all from day one. They can go through it whenever they want. But again, based on student feedback, something we added probably last year is what I call our 21-day video launch plan. So People were looking for a little bit more of guidance rather than just sign up and go through it when you have time. So what I do now when people sign up is they get put into an email automation sequence that emails them once a day for 21 days. And each email will have, again, a specific thing like, welcome to day one. Today, you should sign up for our forum, add yourself to this Facebook group and you know make a post introducing yourself. Day two, make sure you watch videos one, two, and three of module one and so on. So we do guide them through 21 days if they want it. But again, if they want to do it faster or longer, they have the ability. So the second part of that question, the community aspect, we definitely have that. And I think that's just as valuable, if not more than our uh, training videos and software. Yeah, absolutely. So I just want to highlight two things that you said. Number one, just having that email guide to help, it makes a big difference as far as keeping people on task and getting them to complete content in a self-paced course. So I love that you're doing that. It's something that I highly recommend. And then the community, the forum, you said that that is just as valuable. And I imagine all of the really engaged forums that I've been a part of, it almost feels like you have a, an online home. When you first started the forum, how do you make sure that you keep engagement going? I'm sure it's not a problem now, but when it first started, how did you work to make sure it was popping? <laughs> yeah, so no, so that's a great question. Because yeah, I, I remember back in the day when I first added it as part of our community in 2013, and I set it up and then I think I had maybe five subsections <laughs> yeah. and it said zero, 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 zero. <laughs> so honestly, what I did, and I recommend people do this, I just made a whole bunch of fake accounts, you know, Stephen, James, Sarah, whatever, a bunch of random names. Yeah. And then I would take questions from email because again, people were emailing me at that point. They were private messaging me and I would post under Sarah's name a question that someone just private messaged me. And then I would log in as Anton and I would answer it. So, <laughs> and I would direct people like, hey, here's your questions and answers. Like, go here. It's a really great resource. And it didn't take long because we did have people signing up and coming to the community. But probably within maybe a week even of doing that, people saw, oh, there's questions. And when there are, Anton answers them. So 
that just led to people starting to ask. And then other people just started to chime in as well. And it just really snowballed. But I definitely got the conversation going myself. Yeah, that's the New York hustle. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so for anyone listening, that is one great idea that you can use to get your community going. The other thing that I recommend is if you have friends or people as part of a mastermind group who can get, hop, hop in and start getting that conversation going, mm-hmm. because it is hard when you first start out and people need to see that, oh, other people are asking questions. So I love that. All right. So what were some of the biggest challenges you had when you created the first version of Dropship Lifestyle Blueprint? I would say definitely technology because the content side for me, it was easy because this is what I've done for so long. So it was basically, you know, I used, I think, PowerPoint and ScreenFlow and a microphone. And that was easy, like sharing my thoughts and my ideas. The technology side of trying to figure out members areas and trying to figure out how to sell something that gives people a username and a password and then how to link emails to that. Yeah, that was all like a foreign language to me. So it was a big challenge to, to learn that all and try to get it to work. Yeah. So when did you begin to realize that you had to make things more actionable? Was that part of the curriculum design from the beginning or was it something that you saw later? From the beginning, it was still the seven core modules, the same seven steps. But then what I realized is we have a good amount of people that sign up for our stuff. And then when I go into the CRM we use, I can see how many of them log in, how many times they log in. And I just saw how many people sign up and pay, you know, good money yeah. and then never log in and then maybe log in once. And we have tons of success stories. So I know the the problem isn't that they're not going to get results because some of them don't even, like I said, log, log in once. So I thought, what can I do to get these people to at the very least consume this? And that was the action tasks. That was the 21 day video launch plan. And even some other things we did, which I recommend because it's just, it's fun. It's good for the community. But we uh, actually have like certificates of achievement for people that get their first sale, people that do 10,000 in sales, 100,000 in sales, a million in sales. And we mail people physical things that they can put in their home office or wherever they work from and just give them targets beyond just money or just finishing it. That's definitely helped too, to get people to engage more. Yeah. So you said that the curriculum process was easy for you because it was something that you had been doing for a while. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about your approach to designing curriculum for a new course or program. When you sit down to create something, what do you do first? Yeah. So what I did back then and what I still do, I'm actually working on a newer uh, curriculum right now for a different product, but I wrote down the end goal. So the first thing I thought about is, okay, if someone wants to learn from me and if someone signs up, what do they want to get out of this? What is their goal? And what can I basically tell them? This is what you can get. So for drop shipping, the way that I build my businesses, the type of products I focus on, the type of outsourcing I focus on, the goal is to build a profitable business. That's what I call semi-automated. So that takes maybe 30 minutes a day to manage. So I said, okay, this is what they're going to get when they complete this. What is step one for someone that comes in that knows nothing about e-commerce that's never sold online? So step one is picking what type of products you want to sell. So that became, okay, module one is going to be product selection, how we pick products. Then once you have that, once you pick your product, once it passes all the criteria that we look for, then what's the next step? Okay, well, logically, the next thing you're going to do is what we do, which is market research. So go out there, find your future competitors, see who else is selling this stuff, see who the suppliers are. Next step is build your website. That became module three and so on and so on and so on. So it was just the sequential process and things that have to get done to get to that end goal. Yeah. Okay. I love it. So 
you know, you've talked through your process and everything, and we're making it sound very simple. But as you and I both know, when it comes to delivering, when it comes to keeping students engaged, there are challenges that pop up here and there, support, all of that stuff. So what are some of the current challenges that you experience running a learning platform? Honestly, it's still the technical side. I know there's lots of different solutions out there when it comes to CRMs and learning management and whatnot. We've tried so many of them. Right now, our solution is more stable than it's been in the past. But with support, like you mentioned, we still have issues where occasionally something won't trigger and we'll have 10 people sign up that won't get username and passwords automatically, Mm. or their forum account won't let them post, or they won't get accepted to the Facebook group because they have a different email address. So a lot of it is not at all even related to my expertise or what it is that like I want from Dropship Lifestyle for our customers, but it's just that technical stuff that goes into building an online course. I think that's still one of the biggest hurdles and for definitely for people starting out too. That's something like look for advice on and it's going to be a challenge. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because I think that a lot of people, they may read something like 4-Hour Workweek and decide to create a, a program or whatever the case may be. And they don't think about the support aspect Mm -hmm. of self-paced courses. And that's a big one. And you have to figure out how you're going to handle that admin, whether it's you or someone else on your team. So I'm glad that you mentioned that. All right. So your site says you have helped about 10,000 students. Mm -hmm. What are some results that some of your students who've gone through have achieved? Yeah. So what's cool about it is there's lots of them like on our reviews page, but it's different for everybody. And really because when I first started this, I was living in Thailand. So a lot of the content I was putting out was like, hey, we're doing our retreat in Chiang Mai in Thailand. Everybody come hang out at the beach. Hey, we're going, (laughs) you know, here in Krabi. So all these different places. So at first, a lot of the success stories were people that were like, hey, now I'm digital nomad and I'm out here like living the dream, you know, living for 2000 bucks a month and making six. So stuff like that. Then I kind of transitioned a bit to what I'm doing in life because I had a baby. I started my family. I moved back to the States. And now it's funny because a lot of our success stories are people that, hey, I just started my family and now I have another stream of income or I left my job to be at home with my kids. So it seems like our customer base is always similar to me and what I'm doing. And I can only assume that's because (laughs) a lot of what I put out there, I do weekly videos and podcasts and things, and it's talking about my life. So I guess that just attracts people in similar situations at that time. Yeah, absolutely. Really cool. So what I want to get back to before we move on to the final three questions are the learning that happens within the program. Mm -hmm. I know you said the curriculum was easier for you to approach because you were familiar with it and that you have designed it in a way to make the content more actionable. But Mm -hmm. are there places where people get stuck? And if so, how do you solve for that? Yeah, so there definitely are. A big thing in the beginning where people get stuck is, like I mentioned, actually trying to put in the time that it takes. Our program, All In, is probably about 40 hours of content. And the work that it's going to take someone is probably, depending on their skill level, maybe 100 hours, 200 hours of time invested before there's even a chance of you getting a sale. Got it. Because like, you have to build a business. There's a lot that goes into it. One thing that I try to do to overcome that kind of like delayed gratification that you need to have if you're going to build a business is uh, I made a extra bonus course that's all about mindset and motivation. Just trying to, you know, get people that haven't been entrepreneurial before to realize like this isn't a pay by the hour job. You got to put in the work to reap the benefits long term. Did that to try to help with people that don't even start. With product selection, same thing. I give tons of criteria 
But then we have a lot of students that would get to the point where maybe they make a list of like 20 possible products and they just can't choose one. They get stalled. So we told them, listen, if you get to that point and you really can't pick one, don't give up. Don't forget about this. Just email us your list and we'll give you the top three. We did that to try to get them to continue moving forward. Yeah. Another thing is with web design. So that's like module three, how to build your website. We show people exactly how to do it. We have our own custom Shopify theme, but people would still get stuck there. It'd be like, I don't think this looks good. So we say, okay, you want us to build your site for you. So we have that as it is technically an upsell, but I would call it more of like a service because, you know, if you want it, it's there for you. But that helps those people that are like, I just can't do this. I'm not figuring it out. Just build my website. So we made that available there. People also get stuck when it comes to calling suppliers. So our process for e-commerce is a lot about relationship. You have to talk to people. And some people just are afraid to pick up the phone and call them. So to help with that, I give them scripts. So really just addressing things that I didn't know were going to be issues when I first made Dropship Lifestyle as a program, but things that I saw patterns from our students once people started signing up and going through it. So that's why, you know, I make new content every year for this. Because you always realize like where yeah. maybe the weaknesses are in the program that I can make stronger to help our students get better results. Yeah, absolutely. I love everything you said. So for people listening, you know, I call it the learning journey. And it's just anticipating what your learner is going to go through and where they're going to get stuck. It's like taking a hike, you know, what's going to be challenging and solving for that. And what you said so eloquently is sometimes you don't know until you teach it. And then you realize, oh, mm -hmm. this is a thing for people. I'm seeing this pattern. And so it's an iterative process. And that's why I always say you have to go back and iterate, adjust your course, because if you're doing it the right way, in my opinion, you're paying attention to where people are getting stuck and yes. making sure that you provide for that. Mm -hmm. All right, Anton, we are down to the final three questions. So the first one is an easy one. What is next for you? Anything exciting coming up? You mentioned it before, but Bali, I'm on a plane in like uh, next week. I'll be out there for uh, our fifth annual retreat. And yeah, that's uh, something I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I bet you are. I'm a, yeah. <laughs> I'm a little bit jealous. I'm going to admit it on air, but I hope that you have a great time. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So where can people find out more about you and your work? Yeah, everything is linked off of uh, dropshiplifestyle.com. It's like the hub for all of our content and whatnot. So good spot. Gotcha. Last question. What's your why? Why do you get up and do this work every day? It's a great question. And it's something I focus on and I tell all my students too to really think about. With the dropship lifestyle and this business, I just love the fact that people that are out there in the world are still in the situation where I was back when I read the four hour work week, which is you have this one way of thinking. The world works this one way. For me, that was thinking like I need to buy a franchise type business. That's all that's possible. And for me, a book opened my eyes to, oh, this is something different. Let me try e-commerce. So I know there's people out there because they you know, work with me every day that think, okay, I'm in school now or I have this corporate job now and that's all there is. Yeah. And they find us, they go through this process and then they message me and their life is completely changed. And of course, that's not everybody that signs up, but the people that I think really know their why also, like why do they want a different path in life? They make it work. They work with me. They work with the team and just seeing those stories it's really motivational for me. So that's my why. I love it. Well, Anton, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your story and your expertise with us. I can't wait for everyone to hear this. I know it's going to provide tons of value. And for those people who might be thinking, 
I want to create a course and this might open up some ideas to doing something different and still creating a course. So thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you. Hey, I hope you enjoyed my interview with Anton. I want to just give a big thank you to Anton for coming on the show and sharing his insight and expertise. And speaking of expertise, we got into a bigger, deeper chat around the practical how-tos of starting and running an e-commerce site, specifically dropshipping. And we decided to record a bonus segment. So if you like bonuses... You can definitely find that segment with Anton by heading over to git.zencourses.co slash extra. Once again, that's git.zencourses.co slash extra, or simply text the word extra extra to the number 44222. Again, extra extra, all one word to the number 44222. You'll get a link to watch the bonus video of Anton and I talking about the practical ins and outs of what you should do if you plan to start a dropshipping site or just an e-commerce site, as well as pitfalls to avoid. Plus, you'll be added to my email list where you will get free content updates and lots of good insights around online courses. All right, if you are also looking for the show notes, You can find those by heading to zencourses.co slash 070 for episode 70. Once again, zencourses.co slash 070 for episode 70. All right, my friends, that is my time. Remember, before you can level up your course, you must first level up your mind. As always, thank you for hanging out with me for another great episode. I do not take it for granted. I am Janelle Allen, and this has been Level Up Your Course. Peace.